0: Welcome to Author Express, where we discover the voice behind the pages of your favorite book. I'm your host, Shauna Rodriguez, and I'm so glad to be here with you today. Maggie Giles is a Canadian author who is usually daydreaming about fictional characters. Always looking for a new creative outlet, Maggie dove into writing the novel headfirst. She has been a member of the Women's Fiction Writing Association since 2014, where she works as their social media director. The Things We Lost is her debut novel, with Rising Action Publishing Collective. And we will get to talk to her more about that today. Welcome, Maggie. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to hear. Tell me the most exciting and interesting thing about where you are from.
1: All right. I am from what we call Ontario Ski Country. So it's a really, really interesting town because it's very tourist-based. Oh. But it kind of goes from skiing in the winter to tons of breweries and vineyards in the summertime. We're in Lakefront. So it really is kind of an all season playground
0: nice. And now everyone is going to want to come and visit you there, but you didn't tell us the name of the town, so they won't be able to find you. (laughs) (laughs) And it's called Collingwood, Ontario. (laughs) (laughs) There's going to be laundry around Ontario, and I know there's a place here that has four seasons and all this magical stuff. Where are the breweries? I'm going to find Maggie. A lot of breweries. A lot of breweries. All the good stuff. And you were lucky enough to grow up
1: there as well as live there? So I live there now. I grew up there in a way because every single weekend in the wintertime, we'd
0: be up skiing. Oh, nice. It was always an area that we spent a lot of time. So you were smarter to find a way to like, well, that's where I want to be. Is where I'm on vacation. (laughs) Right in your backyard. What is something about you that other people find hard to believe? So
1: I have something called Aphantasia. Yeah. Which means I don't have a mind's eye. So I don't actually ever visualize anything. People find it very interesting that I can write stories and novels Without actually ever seeing a picture in
0: my head while I'm reading or writing, there's actually a word for that.
1: Yes, it was kind of discovered and named in 2015 because the research of it's still coming out, and people didn't really realize that. I mean, you you wouldn't realize that what you see isn't what other people see, or what you don't see is what other people see until you kind of get talking about it. So it's been. More and more coming out. There's actually an Afantasia network that's based in Ontario. Really? Yeah, spends this time kind of trying to bring awareness to it and really show that there are different ways that minds
0: process things. So really kind of encourage education to approach that type of uh, mindset a little bit. That is so incredible. I actually have a friend who's an amazing artist, a renowned artist, and I've gone to her shows, known her for years, very close friends with her. And she and I had this conversation one day where she asked me, I'm like, yeah, of course I picture things in my mind. And she's like, I don't. I'm like, what are you talking about? And so, but there was not a name that she had for it. And, but we just had this conversation where she realized that other people didn't do that. And that was a new realization for her. But I had no idea that Aphantasia is the name of it and that there's actually a community.
1: Yeah, so it's like, basically, it's the idea of like Fantasia. Yeah. Fantasia is the absence of it. Yeah, And then there's also the other spectrum, which is hyperphantasia. So those are the people that have, like, movies that play through their head.
0: Ooh.
1: This is so intriguing. It's so fascinating.
0: And I love when we learn, like, the different ways that people process and think and do things and just that awareness. Because, again, like, you know yourself and the way you do things and think. And all of the different opportunities in life to see and experience that people do things differently and process differently mm-hmm. to help you better understand that, like, this is why we're not connecting because we're completely different in this way. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> this is so valuable. I love it. What it. That is a unique thing. I like it. I love the things we're uncovering. So when you were writing your novel, which of the characters did you root for while you were writing? Who were you, like, standing behind going, yes, yeah, do this, get there?
1: Uh, so I think the, well, my favorite character personally is Declan, who is my MC's younger brother. Uh-huh. The storyline follows sort of two different timelines of her life. One, her current timeline, and then she actually ends up going back in time and kind of getting to do a redo. And her relationship with her brother really differs in these two timelines. Uh-huh. He's just always been a character that was like so close to my heart. And I just always intended for good things to him which I can't say for all of my characters <laughs>
0: <laughs> well good well good so you were rooting for Declan and that's a great name I love that name that's a good name so. I really
1: do love the name too <laughs> yes
0: does that help do you give like names to characters you don't like do you give them names you don't like or are you, know, you gonna... I
1: haven't done that um because I kind of just pull names out and I think the funniest one is that my my antagonist And my dad guy, his name is Brian, and I didn't really think too much of it until, like, literally my pre-orders came out and my cousin's wife reached out to me and was like, oh, my God, we've pre-ordered your book. And my cousin's name is Brian. (laughs) (laughs) I went, oh, no. I'm like, oh, my God. Okay. So, cards on the table. Like, you have to know that it's not based on him at all. And it's spelled a little bit differently because he spells it B-R-Y and i yeah B R. Right. Uh-huh. So I'm like, it's not him. Like, I don't think it's him. And she's like, oh my God, I'm so excited to read this. And that's so, I try to stray away from names that I know it's going to be a negative character. But I have to say that one, I didn't think twice about.
0: Yes. one well, is so hard because you know so many people and you're not thinking of all the names when you're coming up with the characters' names when you're doing that. Exactly. That's too funny. So, yes, you're like, wait a minute, is there anybody? And like, oh no, my cousin. <laughs>
1: one more person with that name and I like yes. didn't even think about it until his wife messaged
0: me to be like we ordered it and I'm like oh no I hope they're not offended can I just change that one copy and <laughs> what can we just white out just fix that name in that one book they don't know what I actually named it that is too funny so what a part of writing that book was the hardest for you was there one part that was more difficult than the rest of it
1: so it went through quite a transition so when I originally wrote the book it was written in just one timeline so it was only her new timeline where she went in time to 10 years wow so what I actually ended up doing I submitted to a really great agent and she came back to me with a revise and resubmit and recommended that I put her original timeline in as well and make it dual timeline so we can see where she was um and now where she ended up and so Oh, I was like, that's a great idea. I have written an entire novel, one timeline, and now I have to start interspersing these new chapters. So my book went from 90,000 words to 120,000 words. And I'm like, cut. I, I think it all matters. So thankfully I had four really wonderful beta readers. I literally threw the book at them and I said, just tell me what can go yeah and be ruthless and so i had one section that was really tough because i loved these two chapters they were back to back and my beta readers went great chapters great writing one sentence from each chapter matters to the story (laughs) yeah it's probably probably the tough part the paring it down and getting rid of you know what i thought was valuable to the story but ultimately you know was just fluff
0: yeah i think that's the interesting thing about writing that especially when you're writing novels that people don't recognize, is that you end up writing so much more. And that's like the painful part of it. It's like, no, don't tell me to write more. I already wrote too much. And now you tell me to write more. And then we have to get rid of it to fit in what you told me to write. And that's just kind of painful.
1: It is. And it's just, it's so interesting because you don't really think about the writing process when you're reading a novel. But you, once you kind of write your own and you see the parts that you write and then suddenly... You know, even the one I'm editing right now, I'm pulling out full chapters because I've, I've changed subplot lines. Yeah. And so now I'm like, oh, wait, no, that chapter doesn't work it doesn't anymore. Fit anymore, yeah. So it's got to go, and I've got to rewrite a whole new chapter for it. That's what I Editing's well, the worst. Yes,
0: editing's the worst. <laughs> yes, the worst. So what part brings you the most joy about writing?
1: I think the part that brings me the most joy is just when I get twists that I know is just, like, so brilliant, and I hope it's going to really... Be off guard and then when I have a beta reader go through it and they come back and say the same thing. I'm just like, I'm so and I'm so glad that I did that. And it's just when you find that little, you know, connection that mm-hmm. you tie in and you're gonna mm-hmm. be like, oh, I'm just gonna wow my readers with that. That's definitely what makes me the most excited.
0: And when do you find that? Is it something that comes to you when you are writing or is it when you wake up in the middle of the night or on a walk or when do you feel like you feel those moments of like when it finally clicks?
1: So I think it's like a little bit of both. The one I'm working on right now is a story that I wrote back in 2020. And then I had beta readers go through it. And I had one really wonderful but ruthless beta reader. And it kind of was overwhelming. And then I got my book signed. So I got to put the manuscript away. And I'm like, I'm going to look at that beta stuff. Because it just stresses me out every time I do. I you know work I have to do. So finally, I'm going through it now because I kind of, after going through our notes, after letting it simmer for a couple of years, I was able to like, oh, now I know I need to click this in place and change the storyline to this. I And and it really is just an ongoing process because even now that um I've started rewriting, there's still new subplots that I'm realizing that will help tie into the overall story. And now I'm getting excited again about the little twists that I get to tie in.
0: Nice. Good stuff. The good stuff start coming in. So what is the best place for people who are all excited? And I can tell you, because I have i don't get to read most of the people who come on to the show, but I've definitely read your book. And so where can people find you and suspense? She does write women's fiction, but she's good at the suspense and keeping you on the toes and those twists. Where can people find you, Maggie?
1: You can find me at my website, which is just www.MaggieGiles.com. And it's spelled G-I-L-E-S. I I always have to spell it out for people. Um, Otherwise, Instagram is probably my most
0: social media so you can always find me there it's just maggie giles underscore underscore you got it underscore (laughs) that so we know exactly where to find you now what book or story inspires you the most
1: oh gosh there are so many but i will say i think the original inspiration for me was i was actually a huge Philippa gregory fan Mm -hmm. and a huge historical fiction reader really and that's actually my first book with historical fiction Uh and Philippa gregory writes history which is love and um and the tutors, which was the mm. era that was my favorite. So I would say that although I do have so many authors and books that inspire me day to day and so many great thriller authors out there, she was the original inspiration to make me start writing. And I do have a full
0: Ambolyn novel that
1: may one day see the light of day.
0: Ooh. We're not sure about that yet. Not sure. <laughs> you have some novels tucked in there you have your debut and (laughs) when you're working on and when is your next one coming out
1: yeah so i have a next novel coming out september 19th 23 and it is actually a psychological thriller all twisted and it follows a detective a madam and an heiress who are all kind of uh twisted in this very convoluted crime
0: that involves a uh mysterious prescription medication very mysterious it sounds very mysterious is it contemporary yeah. it is contemporary yeah, it's, set, yeah. it's also
1: set in toronto so it's uh, in
0: toronto yes yes
1: where's the grittier side of the city
0: all <laughs> oh, right we get the gritty side so we get the, the first one is not is a little bit more of the pastoral side of ontario Absolutely. and now we get yeah. the gritty side of ontario in <laughs> on this one we gotta we gotta balance it out here we can't just have one or the other make
1: it sound too magical
0: can't yeah we can't we can't we (laughs) got to give people a little bit you know their sides to to Canada no stereotyping Canada no Ontario (laughs) has got depth right we've got breweries and we got beautiful skiing but we've also got a gritty side yes we
1: do it's very
0: important we keep that we like to have multi-dimension with our characters and with our location so we like that very much (laughs) any closing words for our listeners
1: not much just if you get a chance to read any of my books I'd love to hear from my readers so please feel free to shoot me an email read by my website or my social media.
0: And thank you so much for having me. It was lovely to have you on here. So yes, show notes will have all that information. Definitely go check out Maggie and thank you all for listening. Thanks for joining us. We hope you take a second to give us a couple stars or a review on your favorite podcasting platform and we'll be here again next Wednesday. Follow us on Instagram at Author Express Podcast to see who's coming up next. Don't forget. Keep it express, but keep it interesting.